Welcome to Responding to Life, a podcast hosted by me, Josephine Atlery. Do you ever feel like you could use some guidance when life throws you a curveball? By listening to the narratives in this podcast, you will learn from other people's experiences and responses to challenging situations so you can fast track the learning curve to get ahead of your own life. Welcome to Responding to Life, Living Reflectively Through a Journey of Health, Fertility, and Parenthood. Joining me on today's episode are the co-founders of Fertility Rally, Allie Prato and Blair Nelson, two fabulous IVF warriors who are paving the way for a new approach to talking about the often taboo topic of infertility. Allie is a Brooklyn-based journalist and mom of two. After having her first daughter in the process of trying to conceive her second child, Allie had four miscarriages and developed infertility, depression, and marriage problems. Many years later, Allie conceived her son via IVF, and subsequently, the podcast Infertile AF Stories, as a way to let other women and men know they aren't alone in the process. Blair Nelson is the founder of Fab Fertility, the brand, blog, and podcast. Blair and her husband turned to IVF in May 2018, and is currently chronicling her fifth IVF cycle in real time and in total transparency. Together, Allie and Blair launched Fertility Rally, a groundbreaking community and content hub for women navigating the painful and often confusing waters of infertility. According to Blair, Fertility Rally is for anyone seeking support, curated information, inclusion, humor, kick-ass virtual events, and awesome discounts on fertility-friendly products. I'll tell you, I wish I had this type of support group back when I started my own journey almost 20 years ago. And with that, let's talk to these fantastic women. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode, Allie and Blair. I can't wait to hear all about both of your journeys and to hear about this amazing group that you both started, Fertility Rally. Thank you. We're so happy to be here. It's so good to talk to you. Yeah, so happy to be here. Thank you. So I'd love to start this episode just by hearing about your individual journeys. And maybe, Allie, if you could start. Sure, absolutely. So um, I basically, um, I had my daughter in 2009, and so she is... 10 years old now, going on 11 soon. Um, and I ended up having secondary infertility. So I didn't have any issues um, when I had her, although I was on the older side. I was 35 when I gave birth. Um, and I honestly had no idea about my fertility or how you know your fertility gets affected as you get older. I mean, I was completely clueless. It's actually embarrassing to think how little I knew about my own body at the time. So um, my husband and I didn't think about our second kid until much later. Um, I was probably 37, almost 38 when we started to try for the second kid. And um, once we did, we realized, oh, this is not going to be as easy as it was the first time. So um, I ended up having four miscarriages over the next couple of years. And um, I didn't see an RE or a specialist until after the fourth miscarriage, because they were kind of like back to back to back to back. 
Um, after the first one, I was like, oh, well, it happens. You know, a lot of my friends had had miscarriages. I didn't really think it was an anomaly. But then with each subsequent one, I realized that there was something going on. So I finally was, you know, asked around. Um, it's so funny because this was not that long ago, but it, things are so different now. Like there really wasn't a big Instagram community. Mm-hmm. I couldn't really find anything online, like any groups that I kind of gelled with online. Not even a lot of books were in existence at the time. So I was kind of just like flying solo and didn't really know what I was doing. So um, in terms of finding my doctor, I had just asked a few friends. Somebody recommended me to one, but I did get very lucky because he's the doctor that I ended up um, working with. It was Dr. Joshua Klein. Um, He was at RMA at the time, but he's since left to start his own practice called Extend Fertility. Um, But when I went in to see him, he, you know, checked me out and said, okay, so the problem's not, you know, your problem's not getting pregnant, it's staying pregnant. And he said, it looks like you have a pretty healthy egg reserve for your age, but you know, the quality is obviously pretty low. So that's why you keep having miscarriages. So he said, actually, I think you're the perfect candidate for IVF. Um, cause if we can find, you know, a healthy embryo, you should be okay. So, um, this is a very condensed version cause I know we have a lot to talk about, but mm. you know, it was, it was kind of devastating. I didn't really know anybody who'd gone through IVF. I didn't know anything about it. Um, but you know, after lots of discussion with my husband, cause he wasn't super in favor of it at first, you know, we had our daughter and that's kind of the, one of the challenges of secondary infertility, I think is that, you know, you have a child and you're feeling, you have mixed feelings cause you know, you're like, why shouldn't I be happy with what I have? And mm. you know, you are, but with, in my case, I always try to describe it as like being a mom is my favorite thing in the world. And I just, I wanted more of it. Like it wasn't that I wasn't happy with my daughter. It was the exact opposite. It was like, I loved her so much that I wanted to have another kid. If that makes any sense. Totally. So anyway, um, we finally did agree to do IVF, but at this point, you know, I was 40 and we were like, you know, I'm getting up there. So the window is closing. So we didn't, we agreed that we weren't going to be able to do a lot, you know, and also we were paying out of pocket. So we really only had the money to do one round. Um, nothing was covered by insurance. So we ended up doing one round of IVF. Um, I ended up getting 29 eggs at my retrieval. Then they dropped down to 13. Um, then I ended up with five embryos that were P- PGD tested. It was called at the time. Now I believe it's called PGS. Um, and one embryo came back healthy. So I did a frozen embryo transfer in uh, April of 2015 and with our one shot, one healthy embryo. And I got insanely lucky because I did get pregnant. It worked. And then I had my son in December. So um, it's funny because I talk to so many people now that have had so many crazy things happen to them that my, I feel like my story sounds pretty cut and dry. Like it was like, did it, it worked, <laughs> Woo. but it was traumatizing for me, you know, oh, absolutely. no matter what you go through, I think it's, it's pretty traumatizing. Um, I still have a lot of PTSD about the whole thing because it was really, really hard. Um, I'm but sure. again, you know, I know how lucky I am that it did work and yeah. So now I have my daughter ever and my son named Sunny. And, um, yeah, that's my that's story beautiful. in a nutshell. You know, when you're, you were breaking it down into the numbers, as you start with like 
X amount and then you mm -hmm. broke it down to you ended up with just one. I got chills hearing that story because mm. it is it's amazing and and it worked and I know. And it's, yeah. it's pretty wild that it did. And I, again, you know, I'm, I'm super, super duper grateful, especially after hearing so many stories of round after round. Yeah. Yeah. And you're right about, you know, when you were starting back a few years back that there wasn't mm -hmm. anything. I'm just so amazed by all of the stuff on social media where you can now connect with other women and men yeah. about their journeys. I wish I had that. 20 years I know. Ago. I wish I did too. I wish I did too. And that's what, you know, we'll talk about that after Blair tells her story. That's why we created, you know, kind of what we did is to, to create what we both wish that we had had when we were first starting out. Yeah. So Blair, I'd love for you to share where you're at in your journey. Oh my gosh. So I think one of the people that Allie was referring to going round after round after round was me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to give anything away. <laughs> so, um, oh my gosh, it is really hard to condense this, but I've gotten pretty good at it. So we, my husband and I got married in September of 2017, pretty much started right away. We had known each other for many years before we even started dating and got married. So we knew each other really well. We knew that's what we wanted. Started right away. And I am very impatient. Things weren't happening. I think month six, I was like, we're not waiting that 12 months. That That's ridiculous. We're going in. We're going to get some basic diagnostic testing. Us taking that initiative led to my husband digging up this file he had on himself that his parents had kept with some medical records that he just... He had some feeling that there was something about his chromosomes that were in this file. And, you know, why would he have ever looked at it before? He's a perfectly healthy, normal person. So long story short is we bypassed the OB. We bypassed medicated cycles. We bypassed IUIs all because my husband has a genetic um, condition called a balanced translocation. So basically two sets of his chromosomes perfectly flip-flopped when he was conceived. Um, and when, and if you have a balanced translocation, you've likely never had issues, but when you try to conceive naturally, a lot of times what ends up happening is some of those, those chromosomes don't equally flip-flop. You end up with one missing in one of the 26 sets or one extra in one of the 26 sets. And so people oftentimes, don't even realize they have a translocation until they experience repeat miscarriages because a lot of time, you know, you can get pregnant. That's not the issue. It's just the body naturally aborts these um, non-viable pregnancies. And then you ultimately end up finding it out through karyotyping and genetic testing when you're having all these fertility issues. And sometimes that's, that's what the diagnosis is. So I guess I could say, we got a little lucky that we had this crazy typed up letter on a typewriter from 1986 um, that somehow, some, some way they found out that my husband had this in utero. So anyway, uh, we landed in the RE's office. So we went from trying naturally to IVF in a month, uh, which was pretty wild, um, but I do everything to the extreme. So I guess it fits my, <laughs> my lifestyle. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we've been doing IVF ever since. So our first round was in June of 2018. 
We have done five rounds of IVF. Only the first one and this last one produce genetically normal embryos. When you have a balanced translocation, only about 25% of your embryos are normal at best. So it really is a numbers game for me and my husband, which has been expensive. We have zero coverage. It has been, you know, emotionally, physically draining as as so many of your listeners, I'm sure can, um, commiserate with. But uh, right now we had round five in May, the retrieval, we got three PGS normal embryos or PGT, whatever the heck they call it these days. um, And one low level mosaic. And I am gearing up for a transfer cycle in August. So it has been a long time coming. So I'm very excited, but also very nervous. Oh, I'm sure that is. um, Thank you for sharing. I heard that they were stopping because of COVID and everything. So were your cycles, this last one, did you have a pause on it? Well, funny enough, my husband and I had decided we did a retrieval in February as well. And we didn't get any normal embryos from that one. Mm -hmm. And we had decided that, you know, pre COVID when we got those results that we were going to take March and April off because we had a trip planned. Um, I had a trip planned in March to Nashville. He had a, we had a trip planned together to um, North Carolina in April. So we were already planning on taking those two months off and picking back up in May. Mm-hmm. So my clinic closed for a hot second. I mean, I think a, a couple weeks, they were one of the clinics, one of the few that was like, sorry, SRM, like we're staying open. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would have, I would have gotten to continue treatment regardless, but it just so happened to work out where most people were being put on hold. We were taking a break that we'd already decided on. So, but you know, Allie and I talked to hundreds of women daily who've all had, I mean, so many of them have had treatments mm-hmm. put on hold and it's just heartbreaking. It is right. It's such a time sensitive issue. And then to have that happen, it's traumatic. Mm-hmm. So how did you both meet? Um, so we met when I started a po- my podcast, which you were on Joe mm-hmm. right. <laughs> um, in Fertile AF. Uh, in March of 2019. And um, I think Blair, we had maybe known about each other through Instagram because we both have Instagram accounts as well. Um, She wrote me a letter and, you know, asked if she could be on my show. And I was like, of course. So she came on shortly thereafter, which is one of my, I think you were episode six, Blair. Um, (laughs) Early on. (laughs) Early on. And um, it was awesome. We just hit it off and like got along really well. And then she started a podcast too, Fab Fertility. So, then I was on her show and then we just became friends and started texting and just had a lot of the same like sensibilities and both the same, you know, the same common goal that like the reason that we wanted to get into this space and share stories and share our own stories is to help other people. So right. that was kind of the common ground. Right. I was trying to remember the other day, like when exactly we exchanged numbers and I, and why, and I don't remember. <laughs> Yeah. How did you get on my phone? Just kidding. I don't know. I have no idea. I guess we like creeped so on each other. I know. Cause then all of a sudden we were texting and we were like, we'd be texting like late at night. And then we started having like these ideas. And one day we were just, or one night we were like, we should do an event. We should throw an event together. Mm-hmm. And that was, you know, the kind of the first notion of fertility rally, because it started out as, you know, an in real life event that is, you know, it's going to happen this coming October in Brooklyn. 
so it started with that and then it transitioned into this, you know, the membership site and what we've got going on now. So it's kind of, it all happened really quickly, but it was all really mm-hmm. natural. Mm-hmm. And um, I think one of the things that we work really well together at is just like, let's do this. And we're like, yeah, let's do it. And we just kind of do stuff and like make it happen. There's not a lot of overthinking it. We both are just like, let's do it. Mm-hmm. So it's been okay. fun. And so you, you mentioned that it all began with um, planning an event in October and, and then it morphed into, into this membership. Um, if you can go into that, I'd love to hear, you know, what, what it's all about, even though I just joined. So I know what it's about, but I would love for you yes. to share. It. We're so happy it. you joined. Thank <laughs> you. Sorry. I think we both had really wanted to throw an event in our respective cities or whatever that looked like, or just in general. And I think we both expressed the uh, desire to do that. And then we were like, let's do it together. Then we decided both of us very much um, wanted it to be a fun celebration, um, upbeat event versus, um, you know, some of, some of these, uh, some events and stuff can be so, um, serious and somber and, you know, there's, there's a place for that too, but we just really wanted to focus on the fun, like celebration of the strength of this community. So that's why we came up with the name fertility rally because like a pep rally, like rallying together, it's just a fun, Mm. exciting, dynamic word. And then also the second meaning of really rallying together to lift each other up. So that's why we landed on the name. Then we went back and forth for forever. Where should we host this thing? We looked in Chicago first. Allie's from Chicago. It's very central, easy to get to from both coasts. And then we were like, what are we doing? We need to do this in one of our cities where we have connections because hello, it's your one. We got to get scrappy, you know, mm-hmm. call in some favors. So we decided to do Brooklyn and we booked an, a kick-ass space. It's in industry. It's, it's called, it's industry city, um, which is right outside of Williamsburg, right, Allie? Yeah. Um, and we started building out our programming and started inviting guests to come on. And we have you know, a ton of people that are committed to the in real life event. But then if we, if we shift gears, if, if we're forced to shift gears because of COVID, then they will um, obviously do virtual, but like Karen Jeffries from Hilariously Infertile, Dr. Natalie Crawford. Um, we have, who are some other ones that, I mean, we have oh a gosh, ton. So many good ones. We have um, Amanda Rice from Chick Mission. We've got Pamela, um, Noah from Shaw. Baby Quest. Yeah. Yeah, Pamela from Baby Quest. We've got Noah Shaw from Soul Cycle, who is going to do like a meditation for us. Just, the founders from Uniquely Knitted. Yeah. So just, just a bunch Sarah of really Larson fun. Sarah Larson-Levy from Y7 yeah. Yoga. Like just some really cool people. A lot of people that have started their own things, like companies, a lot of founders, but also just people that we really like that we've gotten to know in this community that have done really awesome things. So the lineup's great. We're going to you know, we need to figure out soon what's going to happen with that. We were just talking about it this morning, actually, and we'll probably announce something maybe like the end of the month or beginning mm-hmm. of August, what's going to happen. But either way, something will happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, virtual or in real life, it's just going to be a, start out with a party um, or, you know, hopefully of some sort, virtual or not virtual, and then just a bunch of really 
really interesting programming. We, one thing we pride ourselves on with the event, but also with the membership that Allie will get into in a second is being all inclusive, celebrating all paths to parenthood. So the people we had lined up, we had, um, you know, uh, adoption, surrogacy, um, multiple, you know, being a, a parent of multiples, IVF, I, you know, all the things like anything you could pot, any diagnosis or path to parenthood you could pos- possibly yeah. imagine. We wanted to provide some sort of like session for like same sex um, couples, single parents by choice. Yeah. Um, people who decided to be childless after going through infertility, just kind of covering all the different stories and all the different bases. Right. So that's it in a nutshell. And, you know, if we have to take a virtual, it'll be awesome too. Um, but yeah, then I'll let Allie tell the rest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the lockdown <laughs> happened. And so we were in quarantine as was the rest of the world. Um, and we started throwing these happy hours, these Zoom happy hours, um, just because, you know, we really wanted to connect with people and we wanted to find a way to, to you know, to still have that rally mentality and like bring people together. So we did a bunch of those. Some of them we partnered with Peanut. Um, you know, we did something cool with with um, Hey Mama. So we've, you know, again, like we're all about collabs and like reaching out to other people in the industry and other great companies and trying to like boost each other up. Um, mm-hmm. So we did a bunch of those. And then again, one day we were like, we should take this a little bit bigger. Like let's do a lot more virtual events. Let's start like a membership platform where people can join. We'll build a community. Um, you know, we'll have all this content. We'll do, you know, several events a month. We'll have a weekly support group. And it just kind of snowballed from there. And um, we, we, gosh, it happened so quickly. I mean, we like, I feel like we were talking about it in early April and June 1st, we went live. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. <laughs> it's like, what are we, we're like, what crazy people launch a business in a pandemic? We're like, we do. <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, we launched on June 1st and it's been awesome. What can one expect if they decide to become a member, if they're thinking about being a member, aside from, I know you mentioned all the, it stemmed from throwing all the virtual events, uh, yeah. but love to. Yeah. Them. There's, oh my gosh, there's so much. So, well, first of all, we have, it's not only for members. So fertility rally is a website and we've got, you know, kind of the main site and then we've got a member portion of the site. So even if you don't become a member, you can still go to fertilityrally.com. We've got events, we've got resources, we have a blog, um, we've got really cool merch that a lot of the merch we do again collaborations with somebody where a you know portion of the proceeds will give back to a nonprofit in the fertility space. So those have been really fun to do. Um, But then if you do become a member, we have a weekly support group every Wednesday night. So um, that's been one of my favorite things so far is, you know, anybody mm-hmm. can come and they're usually, they usually have a theme. Um, you know, recent themes have been like how to talk to your friends, families, family and coworkers about infertility. Mm-hmm. We had one all about miscarriage, infant loss and grief. Um, sometimes we have special guests come on or like coaches or you know, people, lots of different people in the space. 
we also have a lot of themed themed events. Like we did one that was all about male factor infertility mm-hmm. and we had two guys who have their own Instagram accounts and they came on and both told their stories. Um, so it was really cool to get like the guy's perspective on that one. We did one all about donor eggs and international IVF, um, which you know something about Josephine, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we, um, what else have we done? We did one all about building your modern families when you're LGBTQ. We did I, an awesome all one. Things, all things IVF. Mm-hmm. All things IVF with my doctor that I mentioned earlier, Dr. Joshua Klein. That was an awesome one. We had a whole bunch of people on that call. Um, and some of them, like we said, some of them are totally open to the public and you know, you don't have to be a member. You can just hop on the zoom and those are really fun. But some of them we like to keep a little bit more intimate. So mm-hmm. we're just kind of like hitting on a bunch of different levels and just trying to give support, you know, wherever it's needed. Um, and it's, you know, we're still, we're like learning as we go, we'll figure out what's working. Maybe some things aren't working. We kind of, that's the beauty of this. It's like, it's a live thing and it's always mm-hmm. kind of changing depending on what the members want and need. Um, yeah, it's like our business baby, you know, it's growing, it's changing. <laughs> it has, yeah. it has good parts, bad parts. Um, yeah. sometimes it cries now, but, um, <laughs> sometimes we cry. <laughs> yeah, but I was going to also, um, touch on like with the free site, we have an expanded blog, uh, where we have guest bloggers. We, you know, we write posts as well. We have an ask the expert where we do Q and A's with doctors, embryologists. Um, we have one with Amy from Uva, which is a, a, a at home, uh, hormone Ovulation testing kit. Yeah. Right. Doesn't it test other stuff too? Yeah. It's like yeah, a yeah, two, yeah. Two level ovulation hormone. Yeah. Super cool. And we have, we also have a super fun section where we've just, we've made, you know, fun wallpapers. We have a something called cool shit of the week where Allie and I come up with six things that we're really liking that week with links for people to check them out. So, um, just being playful, um, but also providing some really educational, um, resources as well. Yes, we have a meditation video by yours truly. <laughs> yes. Thanks for posting. Um, yes. Yeah. And you're, you know, so we always, like I said, you know, there's, there's videos. We do these fun videos called 10 minutes with two, where we just interview. Yeah, those somebody. are great. We set a timer and <laughs> we're like, all right, 10 minutes is up just to, cause we're like, what do people want to watch when they're sitting in the doctor's waiting room? Like they have yes. 10, like they can just watch these educational slash informative things. But like Blair said, you know, the whole thing is like, this, this whole journey sucks so much for people. And we're just trying to bring, you know, all the things, but definitely a little bit of a wink and some levity and try to make it fun where we can. Cause it's like, if you, if you don't have that, you're just going to go crazy. And you know, a lot of, a lot of finding support, even, even though people are talking about it on social media, and even though that's how Allie and I met was on Instagram, it is still really hard to find people with your specific diagnosis with it, it's, you know, the only way you can do it is searching hashtags that takes forever. I mean, it took me a really long time to find my like core group of Insta friends mm-hmm. that I could talk to about fertility. And that's what we're trying to do with the community portion of our member site. So it's almost like a <laughs> infertility Facebook, like you have your profile, you can make it anonymous if you want, or you can share everything it's totally up to you. It's to- up to the member. Then you can connect with others. There's preset groups that we came up with like IVF, male factor infertility, you know, 
ERA, adoption, what, what have you, surrogacy. But then our members are also empowered. We want to empower them to start discussions, to start groups so they can start groups. We have a Washington state group, a unique uteruses group, like just to name <laughs> I a love couple. That <laughs> I know. And then also we have a rally feed where basically it's just like your news feed on Facebook, where you can get on there and say anything and everything, you know, like somebody was asking a question about their embryos earlier. And somebody was saying, Hey, I have an anniversary of my miscarriage coming up. What are some ideas on how to memorialize it and not dwell? I mean, just, so just like some real time advice from some women that, you know, we're creating this space where we're bringing a bunch of people together to get, to get familiar with each other. Like on our support groups, it's the same 20, 30 people every time. And they've all connected outside of the support group some of them have met in person. It's just, oh, it's so, nice. it's so like heartwarming. Yeah. It's awesome. That's amazing. I love the community that you're, you're building. That is, and all of the, I love the mix of levity, mm-hmm. but also being informative and educational and then mm-hmm. just having that, that support that you can mm-hmm. lean on. Oh, wait, one more thing, if you don't mind, uh, Blair's been doing these awesome videos oh. um, <laughs> since she's going through her cycle right now and just how to do like the whole stims and stuff, but how to give yourself specific kinds of shots um, oh, yeah. and things like that. Because when I was going through it, I like was Googling everything, but I was like, I don't know if this is legit. I don't know who these people are. You know, you'd find weird oh. stuff and go down that Google rabbit hole and so the one over like overarching theme is like, we want to put everything all under one roof so that yeah. if yeah. you are, God forbid, like facing an infertility diagnosis, you don't know where to start. You can just go to fertility rally and it's all there for you. Like we've done all the legwork. I was just <laughs> laughing when you said that because I told Allie, I was like, Ooh, like we, <laughs> we, we meet a couple times a week. Um, well over phone or zoom, whatever, to just talk about all our content and planning events and stuff. And I told her, I said, Ooh, I made a new video this week of uh, progesterone suppositories, like a how to. And she was like, what? <laughs> I was like, come again. <laughs> I, I was like, no, like how to, how to load it up, not give it to yourself. <laughs> I was like, well, okay. We're going to get like pulled down for like inappropriate content. <laughs> oh, that's why I giggled when she said that. Sorry. Yeah. And also I was laughing earlier. Cause when you said Blair is our business baby and yesterday, Josephine, we put, we did like an ad, um, our first like paid ad on Facebook oh. and uh-huh. We both like text each other. I'm like, it popped up on my feed. Like, and I was like, I feel like our baby went to college. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's out in the wild. Like, it, it's getting so official. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, it is. Yeah. I love the work that you're doing, which is why I just had to have you guys on so that you can share all this amazing stuff. I, you know, I, I really do wish I had this back some 20 years ago. I didn't even have Google. I couldn't even Google like shots and stuff. That's crazy. It was. What did you do for that? With shots? I had my husband, I had my husband do it. Yeah. Um, But like, did you, where did you look? Like if you couldn't Google it? Uh, we had the nurses. Okay. They would show us. Yeah. Yeah. And then they would there because there were no resources to direct this to, they would have to show us. I feel like people in this community who didn't have Instagram and all, you know, something like fertility rally when they were going through it is how brides felt like the brides that got married before Pinterest. They're like, what the hell? Oh my God. Totally missed out. (laughs) (laughs) That's so Absolutely. Right. (laughs) 
Well, I could go keep talking to both of you. It's been so fun. But I'd love for you to share, each of you, if you could, uh, one recommendation on something that's helped you get through your own personal journeys and helped you to stay grounded. Okay. Allie, you want to go first? Um, yeah, for me, it is just finding my people. Um, you know, it's it's one of these things where, you know, we we call Fertility Rally the worst club with the best members. And, you know, be, even before we started it, it was like, you know, you could find people that were like-minded, that were, there's, there's just something about the bond when you're going through having trouble having a baby that you just immediately bond with other women and guys too, sometimes that are going through the same thing. So I think just like finding, like if somebody's going through it and they need some direction, I, I would just say like, find your people, like find your tribe, because once you do, it's just so like a weight is lifted. You can talk to people. They mm -hmm. understand all the weird acronyms and they understand like the, why you feel depressed or you want to skip that baby shower or you're happy mm -hmm. for your pregnant friend, but you're also really sad at the same time. They, they get that, you know? So mm -hmm. just, there's nothing like finding people that have gone through the same exact thing and whether they're not going through it anymore and they're like out the other side or they're just starting out or in the middle of it. I, I think, I still think the bond runs so deep no matter where you're at, because once you've gone through it, all you want to do is help the people who are coming up behind you. Cause you're like, I know how you feel and what can I do? You know? Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Good advice. Yep. I think for me, it would be definitely find your community. Like what Allie was saying, I would just add to that, that, you know, part of finding that community is to share your story, find a safe place where you can share what you're going through. I think there's so many people that suffer alone and feel so isolated. And especially now when we can't get out and see people, mm -hmm. right. it's especially important, even if it's just one person even if you're creating a Instagram account that you don't attach your name to or any pictures, just finding a way to share your story there, the benefits outweigh the drawbacks, I, in my opinion. And I saw a huge shift in my mental like state when I started sharing, because I went through probably about six months of infertility, um, of IVF without talking to hardly anybody. And mm -hmm. the second I opened up about my miscarriage, um, is when I started my account, I was just flooded with support. And so if there's anybody listening to this podcast that isn't sharing, I just highly encourage you, even if it's just one person, even if it's a therapist, like find somebody that you can talk to mm -hmm. because saying it out loud, it really is so healing um, instead of keeping it all in. Absolutely. I mean, it's going back to that idea of feeling a weight lifted off your shoulders just by being able to be vocal about it to a trusted person. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I love to always end my podcast with shifting towards positivity. And I do that by asking for a gratitude that you have for today. Oh, oh gosh, there's so many. I um, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. You go. I am grateful for the opportunity to meet women like you, Joe, 
um, you know, Ali and I have been grinding so hard and, um, on, on launching this business and taking moments to really, I mean, being on this podcast has been so fun because we've talked about how excited we have been about the rally. Mm -hmm. Whereas on our day-to-day, sometimes we're just focused on our to-do list. So this has been nice to be able to celebrate what we're doing. Grateful for the opportunity that you've given us to share it with your listeners. So thank you. I love that gratitude. Yeah, that's a really good one. Mine today, um, I totally agree with everything you just said, but just to do a different one, I was happy to be able to get outside today and like have a few hours where I wasn't looking at a screen (laughs) and like wasn't inside (laughs) and, you know, we still had our masks on and stuff, but just my daughter and I were walking around and like running errands and it was just like the simplicity of being able to do that. Cause I think we, you know, we've all been cooped up for so long and obviously we still need to be very careful, but it was just nice. Like at one moment I was like, Oh, this is nice. There's the sky. There's like, <laughs> the are blowing, you know, like it's, you, I think there's some sort of gratitude for just being out and about, yeah. which yeah. feels good. Like I, I knew I was an extrovert, but my gosh, I'm like what may much more than one than I thought I was before. Like I can't not see people. It drives me crazy. Yeah. And, and so in the spirit of giving and receiving, I'd love to hear, you know, obviously supporting Fertility Rally, but if you can let us know about your podcast and how the listeners can reach out to you, I'd appreciate that. Oh, that's nice of you. Thank you. Um, I'll go because I'm already talking. Sorry. Um, (laughs) My podcast is called Infertile AF and um, it's on all the different platforms and Um, each episode, it's just one person who's gone through some sort of struggle to build their families, um, telling their own story. It's a lot of, you know, I, I tried not to do a ton of talking. I want them to kind of tell their stories in their own words. So, um, yeah, we've the 69th episode came out today actually. Um, and it's just been really cool. I've met some of the most incredible people and lifelong friends for sure. So, um, yeah, that's Infertile AF. And then my Instagram is Infertile AF Stories. And then the Fertility Rally is fertilityrally.com. And we're at Fertility Rally is our Instagram. And for me, you can find me on Instagram at Fab Fertility, like F-A-B is in fabulous. And fabfertility.com. And then also I have my podcast on all of the the channels or channels. I don't even know what the word is. All of the platforms, the platforms. Um, and my podcast, um, I come up with two episodes a week. The one on Wednesday is either with a, someone that has gone through an infertility journey is still in the thick of it. Um, I also bring on doctors, um, sex coaches. I try to just do a little bit of everything. It's a very eclectic bunch, but I'll fertility focused. And then on Fridays I do limited series. And at the moment, what I'm doing is a really just kind of comedic, um, (laughs) series with another woman going through infertility. Her, um, handle is rockabye. Maybe her name's Alex Slate. And yeah, we just have a hell of a time making fun of ourselves and talking about all the uncomfortable things about infertility. Um, so so good. That's me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so good. Yeah. I'll have to tune into that one. I love it. 
My yeah, mom, my mom is like, I can't listen to your Friday episodes, Blair. <laughs> <laughs> too many f bombs. <laughs> too many, too many me saying vagina. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but we do have a, an all people. If anybody wants to check out, we have at the end of this month. Um, what's the exact date? We the have a rally first. Yeah, rally roundup, which is open to everybody, and that's like our fun kind of end of the month happy hour. And we're going to have a special guest that we can't announce yet. Um, but it's going to be a really, you know, talking about kind of the yin and the yang of it, that it, that's just going to be a good time where everybody just cuts loose and has fun and lets off some steam. So check out for that. Yeah. Yeah. Can't wait to hear about it. Well, thank you so much to both of you for joining me here today. And I can't wait to connect with you more on um the fertility rally site yes we're so excited thank you for joining i can't wait to see you at more events and get to hang out with you more yeah i'll be there next week having us so much thank you so much yeah this is awesome thank you for joining me for today's episode with Allie and blair Be sure to check out Fertility Rally and both of their podcasts. I'll have their information linked in this episode summary and on my website. As a reminder, I now have fertility and parenting-specific meditation sessions and workshops available on my website, jayatlery.com. Be sure to check it out along with the free video meditations that are now on the site. Thank you for listening to Responding to Life, a podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, and would like to receive a bi-monthly newsletter with an exclusive and free video meditation, along with wellness tips and deals, please go to www.respondingtolifepodcast.com and sign up for the newsletter by entering your email address in the pop-up box. In there, you'll also learn my seven-step process on how to meditate like a pro so you can stress less and live more joyfully. If you enjoyed the show, I invite you to share it with your friends and leave a rating and review on whatever podcast outlet you use. I look forward to sharing another inspirational story with you real soon.